Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. If you're a new listener, this podcast is a conversation between two friends who just talk about topics that come up in our everyday lives. My name is Lauren, and I'm one of the co-hosts. I am currently a teacher, also getting my master's in social work, and starting this podcast has been an awesome experience, and I'm really excited to continue that. Um, a big factor in our podcast and with my co-host Kathy is that we are both introverts, but we very much like to connect with people um, on an intimate level in you know one-on-one or in small groups and have some deep conversations, and that's why we started this podcast. My co-host and friend is Kathy, so I will let her do a little introduction of herself as well. Thanks, Lauren. I'm currently looking out at the Pacific Ocean, uh, the coast of Oregon. Uh, I am on vacation right now from my job, which by day I work for a nonprofit in people operations, so kind of an interesting world of using both sides of my brain with some finance work and then leaning more and more into people work, culture, and, you know, topics like that that are in evolution, actually, um, which is kind of exciting. So I'm in this space of being totally open and curious as to not knowing what's next, which... um, you know, it's something we talked about last week in the podcast I shared about paradoxes. And so I feel like I'm in a place of really solid self-awareness, although always learning more, and being open to not knowing exactly what's next. I mean, I'm staying at my day job. I love it. But just being open to what develops next. Uh, in life. So anyway, long with an answer to introduce myself, Lauren and I are typically recording together in our hometown. But because I've been on this self-exploratory road trip, we have had to persevere into other ways of recording our podcast. And all that's working right now is by telephone. And we recognize that the sound may not be as good as usual, but we're rolling forward because we don't not want to record this episode on all about love. So that brings us to today, Lauren. Yeah, so we figured since this past week was Valentine's Day, we saw lots of people talking about love and friendship and love in all its forms that that would be our topic for today. Yeah, and so I thought I was thinking a lot about love, and I always like to send messages uh, to my Valentines and to family, and and I always believe, you know, maybe Valentine's is kind of a hallmark holiday. Yeah. So I always think, yeah, happy love day today, but always every day, and that got me thinking to the idea that what is love in terms of, is it a noun, is it a verb, what is it? And so I want to come back to that of just thoughts I've put together, not that I have the all-defining definition, but what speaks to me about love. 
But before going there, I was curious. Um, Lauren posted yesterday on her Insta at Lauren and Kathy. And I was curious, Lauren, to hear your thoughts on what you posted in terms of, I know you're working on self-love, so I'd like to just hear updates there. And then also just your thoughts on what's the difference between love and compassion or self-love and compassion. I just love to hear what you're chewing on there. Sure. So a couple weeks ago, I think we did an episode all about self-compassion. And I have been really working on that recently just with health stuff and um, I feel like it's a constant work in progress of course but I feel like I am doing it or working on it so I think we talked about self-compassion was kind of pausing being aware of what is going on with us and taking space being kind to ourselves that sort of thing And so I I do feel like I'm working on that. And then when I was thinking about self-love, I was thinking, how is that different from self-compassion? And I feel like I'm not doing self-love as well as I'm doing self-compassion, which kind of was interesting to me because they seem to go hand in hand. Um, I think that I'm, I'm... giving myself what I need when I you know need to pause or like when I took a break from the podcast that one week I feel like that is self-compassion and probably part of self-love too but I do still feel like I'm very frustrated um just kind of with my body and with myself or you know what's happening and I just want to be able to do all the things that I want to do and used to be able to do and so I'm wondering what self-love practices look like, I guess. So I I feel like self-compassion, I know a little bit more, but the love part, and even, you know, I've seen a lot of things about self-love and especially in regard to your body and just trying to move at least to neutrality. So I don't know. Those are just some things I'm thinking about right now. Basically, I want to get to... a a level of at least neutrality before I move into more self-love I guess because right now I just feel a lot of frustration and anger with myself if that makes sense hey Lauren so I have a question Sure. For you, and I don't have the answer, so this isn't like testing Lauren. It's <laughs> where I'm super curious. As you hold the idea of self-compassion, like I get that I'm doing that. What do you see though that self-compassion is, and then what do you think, or see, or feel, or you know, hold that self-love is? I'm curious what you see might be distinct between the two. Right. I think, I guess I'm feeling that self-love is more feelings focused, which might not be true. That's just what I'm thinking in my own mind. 
of when I when we talked about self-compassion before it was like what actions am I taking to um, be kind to myself take a break when I need to that sort of thing and then self-love just feels more like internal dialogue internal um, feelings towards yourself I suppose which might look different for different people. I don't know. What do you, do you see them differently? Um, yeah, I do. I think, but this is new for me to even consider them. Right. You know, I think that I sort of rolled along thinking of self-compassion and not necessarily self-love. And so I loved your question yesterday. You know, I've been spending... I'm pausing because my I am, you know, driving solo for hours at a time, stopping and taking in this immense beauty. So I've had a lot of time to kind of just think about this topic. You know, it came to me the other day and I said, well, what if we talk about love? And because there is all kinds of love. And something came to me, like, how do we fully love others without loving ourselves? And so what does that mean? And what does that mean in terms of that relationship to self-compassion? So I don't have, you know, I can read articles, and I am, actually. (laughs) But the idea of self-compassion to me is kindness to self. And... That, for me, looks like, well, how would I talk to Lauren, you, this week? I wouldn't be like, get over yourself and (laughs) figure out, Lauren. I wouldn't say that. I would say, I would be kind to you. I would talk to you as I would want to be talked to. And that isn't feeling sorry for you. That's holding you in a space of, I believe in you, and I would extend thoughtfulness and kindness and um, I think that you're also treating yourself self-compassionately, I'll call it, when you are doing healing practices for yourself. Whether you don't feel well or not, it's, it's holding yourself. In a way, I think of it as wrapping myself in this blanket of warmth and kindness and not wrapping up with tightness but this idea of seeing oneself first it's not selfish we talked about that word before Mm -hmm. i don't see it as selfish in the least i see it as let me be with myself hold myself be kind to myself in order that i have space to give that to others if i neglected myself I think how that can show up is in resentment bitterness that we don't then have room for anyone else we pretend to or and what I mean by pretend is sure we'll show up but we should deplete it mm-hmm. yeah and then you know and then self love is perhaps more actionable um and this is like the nuance is so 
it's not there for me fully that I totally know what is self-love versus self-compassion. I think about this deep resonating feeling in my heart and I just said feeling, but actually I don't think it's a feeling. I, what I think it is, is a practice mm. of seeing myself, of seeing what I've made of, seeing what I accomplished, seeing what are gifts mm-hmm. as I would in someone else. But again, I think, and I, I'm just wrestling with this, is how would I love someone more fully without first knowing love for myself? Right. And I feel like this ties into something we were talking about earlier before we started recording about this idea of love as a feeling versus a set of practices or behaviors. And I think you had read something about that. Is that true? Yeah, I saw this uh, woman I love following on Instagram, the holistic psychologist. So many of her posts, I'm like, yes, yes, Uh, I can relate. So she writes, love is a series of choices and behaviors, not a feeling. Hmm. Love is having uncomfortable conversations, not a fantasy. So I'm going to start there. The first one I think relates to love as a practice. It's not a feeling. It's showing up. So you're married. You show up. Your husband shows up for you like you shared with us last week where just a tangible example, he showed up to support you when you don't feel well enough to cook and to ensure you get nourished. He supported you in saying, Kathy's going to understand I can't you can't record this episode a few weeks ago and so I think it's about showing up and it's not all la la land of roses Mm -hmm. butterflies in your belly that are wonderful feelings Mm -hmm. wonderful feelings and what I'm learning and reading this is oh yeah so often love for me has been a feeling I just know I just know it's love and then tilting that to love is a practice in how I show up for someone else or don't show up in examining that and then looking at showing up for ourselves and this slide I just read read about love is having uncomfortable conversations not a fantasy that resonated because (laughs) great imagination (laughs) I will admit on this podcast that I have landed in that world of fantasy because I have such a strong intuition. I make up stories and I don't intend to. It's just my intuition and then also concocting stories in my head that aren't necessarily real. Mm -hmm. And so having conversations, yes, with another human and though... I say with myself first. Mm. I've had the space to do that, like literally talk and not hold everything in my mind. And some of it is about wake up and have this hard conversation with myself before I'm, you know, 
sliding down a magical slide in fantasy land. <laughs> yes. And do you feel like that's happening a lot on your road trip? Yeah. I think it's up and down. And I think because, you know, one of my gifts that can also, there's a shadow side to it, is my intuition. And I have a strong one. And I think sometimes it can land me into thinking something so that isn't really so. And that I would call fantasy land, positive or negative. And just and so kind of oh go ahead. Oh, just spending so much time in your head, I can relate to that a lot. Yeah, well, that's our introverted way. <laughs> True. And some of it's necessary, but like when I've been getting up in my head, like I shared last week, I'll sing. Or that's when I, I mean, I've been able to take so many great walks and be on top of sand dunes and look at the ocean and truly breathe it in. And that breath, I feel, is like, yes, it's breathing in all this beauty around me and receiving it. And that's the other day, and that is receiving love, is breathing it in and mm. knowing it and soaking it into my heart. I love that image. Do you connect at all with the love languages? Or no? I did. No, do you connect at all with them? No. Oh yes, <laughs> I do. No, I, I do. Um, mine, I can't remember all the exact words, but mine is definitely touch. Okay. Um, and I think one is words of appreciation, and I really that speaks to me. No pun intended. <laughs> Um, I mean, I re- I relate to each of them. I mean, oh, yeah. love, that always means so much to me. So, you know, what does that mean in ourself? Right. Know, doing this, like your anger right now for yourself, that's the invitation to dive in there. You don't have to do it with all of us. <laughs> right. What is this about? What is this story I'm telling yourself? Yes, and I've been thinking about it because mine is, my love language is acts of service and quality time, or I think they're tied, mm-hmm. and so... I love those too. Oh my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> and those are things that I, I don't do for myself, I have been realizing, especially lately. So, I've yeah, I've just been thinking about that. Like, I love the idea of this road trip for you because that's giving you so much quality time with yourself and with people that you love too. Yeah. And doing these acts of service for yourself of going, you know, going to the beach and exploring and being in nature, which you love. So I was just thinking about that. Like I, I recognize when people do those things for me, especially my husband, but I don't do them for myself very often. Yeah, and I think it's so easy to ignore ourselves because that ties into, oh, in some way, I don't deserve this. Mm. And because these stories of I have to take care of others, and yes, we do in our lives. And I just am putting something together in the last couple of weeks of, and in order to, to be ready to have whether it's like she's talking about hard conversations or to show up vulnerably 
let's connect with ourselves first in love and in compassion like you we talk about in these acts of service and in the compassionate kindness to self and that's what's you know been this thing I've been working on you know back when I was working with my counselor last month of, oh and this means sticking with myself and this does not sticking with myself doesn't mean I don't care about anyone else I do deeply to the point sometimes of abandoning myself to go take care of something else or do what I think is right and those can be stories that led me to do that Mm-hmm. And so sticking with myself is, and believe me, there's days of impatience where I'm like, I don't know, I just want to, and I literally, it's like a jolt in my body, and maybe this is the love, is no, Kathy, stick with what is real right now and what is important, which is being with yourself, committing to self. No, I'm not doing a marriage ceremony with myself, but the (laughs) idea of committing in order to be that elsewhere. And what's wild, you know, and I love this show with you because it's like therapy. I just come out with like, (laughs) oh my gosh, another aha. It's like this, I have observed in my life, even though I've been married and I've had relationships, I've observed that. I do love commitment, and I think I'm scared of it as well. And I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think I've shielded myself in a way. I think I'm show up committed to my friendships um, and committed to, but I'm like, have I? Prior to these last, you know, several months, it's like, have I committed to myself? Really? It's yeah. not judgment. It's curiosity. And I think it's something that I'm going to chew on is sticking with self-commitment to itself. If I haven't been there before, how could I get comfortable with commitment? Right. And I love, I think we talked about curiosity when we talked about self-compassion. But I think curiosity is so crucial in self-compassion or compassion in general and love because I often both to myself and to others go straight to judgment instead of curiosity yeah yeah and it's just curiosity for me and that's what's been beautiful about this trip is not oh I have to do this it's like the other day a seven-hour drive I turned into 10, I think, yesterday. A two-hour drive I turned into eight hours mm-hmm. to get two hours because I just stayed open and said, yep, I'm pulling over there. There's incredible ocean or there's incredible river or more redwoods or and not like stick to this time, stick to this time. And I'm like, what do you want to do, Kathy? What yeah. do you want to do? Oh, I and that. go ahead. Oh, I just said I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I think, and how we use this word, I love that, which I do, thank you, I mean, I do too, it's like, yeah, I love this feeling of being true to myself, of being open with myself. To me, these are practices of love, 
There's another one, Lauren, she wrote on these cards that is love is learning how to tell the truth and live in integrity, not a process of fixing or saving someone. So mm. what do you think about that? Wow, one? that's that one resonates a lot right now with me <laughs> and my my current yeah, space that I'm in. I just yeah, can you repeat it one more time? Yeah, let me it's let me get it up. I was Oh sorry. Okay. Love is learning how to tell the truth and live in integrity. Mm-hmm. Not a process of fixing or saving something. Yeah. I mean I feel like I've I've come a long way with that in terms of outside external relationships for sure. But with myself, I mean, I feel like I am right there right now trying to fix and save and I'm not sitting with the truth kind of at all (laughs) or what could be true. Yeah. Do you, can you share any more if you want to? Yeah, I'll share a little bit. I think I'm just at a stage right now, like um, when I talked about what was going on with my health a little bit ago, you know, a couple weeks ago, I I felt more sure of what was happening. And then as time has gone on, it's gotten less clear, like what is actually happening. And so I'm still doing, you know, tests and that kind of stuff. And I just want to be well so badly that I, I'm not sitting with just what is and thinking about, okay, whatever, wherever I am right now and it changes day to day I'm not just you know low like super low energy every single day but when I have that those days of just being realistic and thinking about what is true for me today what am I going to be able to do and not judge myself for that and not be angry (laughs) about it and just be with it I think I'm I'm not I'm not doing that. I immediately just kind of judge myself or, you know, whatever's going on. And I'm just like, I need to fix this immediately. And it's the truth is, is it's not something that's going to be fixed immediately. That's just not happening. Well, and also something you said reminds me of, you know, a third episode when you said like you're feeling anger and I'm not. It's that I think that curiosity investigation versus stomping on anger but allowing yourself I even think that's loving to give yourself the space to feel that that's true to go back to one of our earlier episodes of feeling your feelings yeah that's what versus like oh I'm not going to allow myself to feel it you didn't use those words but I'm not going to feel it I think it's a loving practice to listen and experience the anger that's true versus burying it because when we bury it then it can fester and the act of love is to allow it I'm, I just imagine you know. right and I think that it, it goes back to that episode of feeling your feelings of that fear of just getting stuck there but right. if you allow yourself to feel the feelings you were like I'm not just going to be stuck in anger for the rest of my life right 
Yeah. And I'm not bearing it. Right. I think this love is learning how to tell the truth and live in integrity. You know, to me, too, what her hashtag on this, by the way, is self-healers. So I think what she, I think it's universal. And I think she's also focusing on self first. And this is like this self-truth to live in integrity you know, definitely diving in there because sometimes that's going back to this sort of intuition fantasy I can sometimes live in is like pulling myself out of that is an act of love. Pulling myself out of that world where I'm not taking responsibility for something or owning what I think is, is turning toward owning it, turning towards telling, and the truth is so important to me, but I'm just seeing this where living in fantasy land, and I don't mean daydreaming, I think that's critically important, I'm doing that a lot on this trip from places I've been and imagining longer stints there, and that's very different, because I can create that, but you know, imagining something I think that isn't, you know, telling stories in my mind innocently. It's not like I'm trying to create a fiction novel, but I think I'm seeing this as an act of love to turn towards self, telling the truth, being in integrity. And again, that's how we fully do it elsewhere. Yeah, I definitely agree. And think that it is something that I really, really, really want to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, as we've been talking, it's a practice. And that practice, it's not about perfection. It's like catching ourselves in moments of, oh, is that loving right now? Is it loving to do that? You know, to talk to myself every day or this day in that way? Is that loving? And it isn't for judgment. It's for, oh, no, I can I can be different. I can be different about this. Um, I want to read something else. And this is from Brene Brown. And it's, love is not something we give or get. It is something that we nurture and grow. A connection that can only be cultivated between two people when it exists within each one of them. Mm. We can only love others as much as we love ourselves. And so there I would say, then we've got to connect with ourselves and ask these questions of what feels good right now? What is okay with me right now? What isn't okay with right now? Okay with me right now? What do I want? right now what don't I want it is it's the connection that brings trust respect love and kindness we grow it that's why I think it's a practice and not just a feeling yes it's action mm-hmm. oh and I'm not I mean I'm romantic like I feel big love in my heart <laughs> 
I mean, it, it can be over. <laughs> I don't want to say overtime. It's just big. Yeah. I just have a big heart feeling big. And so this is really helpful to practice the idea of connection to self, to really ask. It's not uncommon that most of us, including me, are trying to get clear on boundaries. I think I've operated without them. And that's not wrong or bad. It's just I've seen it as other people first. Yes. Yeah, I think that I I want to also, I don't know if this is the right phrase, but kind of hold myself accountable this upcoming week and check back in about how I'm how I'm doing with my practice of self-love yeah I would love to do that I would like that yeah Yeah, I'd like that and I think you're saying something really important which is the accountability it's in this work I think it's absolutely taking responsibility and being accountable and not just yes to self but in that for our part in like your part in working through this anger or your part in not blame and you did this wrong but Mm -hmm. just as you say accountability and I thought about this too over the last several months it's like yeah I have lots of responsibility in figuring some things out and seeing what is and that too is inner quest of self to then show up whole and open and curious with others yeah well i'm looking at the time and it's always awkward when we're on the phone together because we can't like make eye contact i know and i interrupt and i own that i take responsibility no, I think this one actually turned out really well. Um, I'm wondering if you want to give us a quick update about where you are and what's happening. Sure. Yeah, I, I really have to say I appreciate you asking these questions. So, you know, it just helps me also um, remember. I am journaling, and I have to tell you all that Wednesday when I had this long drive from wine country to Tuesday, Oregon. I wanted to go further, but that was enough. Um, I didn't spend really any time there, but I stopped so much. So I left. So last weekend when I left off, I was in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And that turned out to be the most incredible day because we had no plans. And um, we went to a migration festival in Santa Cruz, and that's where I thought, no big declarations, but I thought, man, the beauty of this work, which is a true gift, my day job, is I couldn't live in Santa Cruz for a month and have an Airbnb or rent a camper van or anything. The point is, I think this trip is just helping me see more possibility. You just have to take action. Mm -hmm. I remember... You know, it's just all you got to do is take a step. And so then we went to a climbing lecture last Saturday night at Berkeley. And by then I'm fantasizing. And I could spend time in Berkeley and the good fantasizing. I <laughs> that one. And uh, we 
heard a climbing lecture by young pro and Olympic climbers and that um, I wish you know I'd, I'd share more when we have more time but I'll just say that you know there's as we've talked about so many metaphors of life in climbing and every one of these young amazing people and also collegiate stars shared such gems and nuggets of celebrating little wins versus the big goal of you can mm-hmm. do anything for 10 minutes more mm-hmm. of just focus on where your hands are and for me that's like just be where you are so that weekend was magnificent roaming around thrift shopping um just watching climbing competition uh and then i met a friend in wine country a longtime friend from college and Lots was closed and it was freezing, but it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then I got in the car Wednesday, and that's the day I made a thousand stops, you know, <laughs> by rivers, more redwoods, more Pacific Ocean blue, and just allowed myself to be free and not worry about time. And so that's been a gift on this trip. And now I'm back mid coast, Oregon, and okay. I'm joined by a friend this weekend and then Sunday I picked up my daughter at college and head back home for a couple days Mm -hmm. and then I'm going skiing for a couple days and then back to work next week so okay yeah thank you that was the I just added several more minutes (laughs) that's okay (laughs) but next week we'll be back in person with each other and we'll We'll be able to make eye contact (laughs) Yes, eye contact microphones. And we thank you for listening in. Thank you so much. Us recording on telephone. Yes. And wish you a great weekend or whenever you listen to this. Thanks so much for being with us. Lauren, you want to say something else? Yeah, thank you so much. And please feel free to share thoughts about this week's episode or suggestions for future topics on our instagram at lauren and kathy talk or through email at um info at we could talk about this all day long.com thank you so much for listening